What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is Steffi Smalls. We are here to give out a Sunday parlay. Player props for the Eagles and 49ers game and player props for Kansas City versus Cincinnati. I can't wait to jump into this. Only three more games left in this NFL season. I need to make some more money to pay for this baby. Steph, you ready to help me on our journey to make some money this weekend? Yes, it's a good slate. I'm excited. Four teams are here, so I'm excited to break it down. All right, so here's the first thing that we're going to do. We are going to go through both games and put together a four-leg parlay for the Sunday slate. Steph, the Sunday parlay lock. Let's jump right into it. Let's start off with the first game on the board, which is going to be the 49ers at the Eagles. Current line at DraftKings, San Francisco plus two and a half. The over-under is at 46 and a half. Is there any sort of side that you're looking at off the bat that you're like, okay, we have to jump on this. It could be first half, quarter, whatever. What are you kind of looking at in this game? Yeah, we'll try not to be too dramatic and bring up Johnson super early on because I think we both <laughs> said this a lot. If you start talking about someone's Johnson, they're going to the Super Bowl. So um, I feel more comfortable taking the San Francisco money line if that's the route that people want to go. These games are tight. This is the first time conference championships are going to close under three. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. That's I did not know I that. heard that today and I was like, my jaw dropped. That's absurd. My problem is last last weekend san francisco didn't necessarily win that game i think that dallas just lost it so can they continue to put purdy in situations where he won't make mistakes and i mean he's doing a good he's doing a great job he's doing exactly what they need he's getting kind of lucky with turnovers too because there is a couple there that last game that i was like you got bailed out big time um i lean san francisco in this game i think this is going to be a tight matchup too um over-under is interesting. I could see this game going over. Okay, so the over is the one that I want to play the most. We're going to get it at 46. It's at 46 and a half right now. I like the 46 a little bit more. Um, so we're going to put over 46, San Francisco versus the Eagles on the board as our first official pick here. And the reason being, both offenses have more adjustments to make than the defenses do. I know, I think a lot mm -hmm. of people expect this to be sort of a slugfest. I know the public's on the under here. But there's a reason that this total has risen from 45 to 46 and a half in most places. The Sharps are on the over in this game. They expected both teams, both offenses to get it done. I think that everybody thinks that Brock Purdy is just going to fall off of a cliff and yeah. look like Mr. Irrelevant in this game. And I got to be honest, I don't really get it. He's proven enough. I understand that the first six games of his career, he wasn't facing exactly the most elite defenses in the first time that he saw one last weekend. He struggled a little bit. But I think that had to do for a lot of different reasons. I like this Eagles front. Their front four is great. But you can beat them over the top. This is not what I would consider to be a, a defense that is set up to beat what San Francisco does best. I think the multitude of different options that the 49ers have is going to be an issue for them. And I also think this is, and we'll get to it when we get to our player pumps, but this is a massive George Kittle spot. The Eagles suck versus tight ends. Yeah. This is going to be, and we know who Purdy's favorite option is, it's George Kittle. He's going to be looking for him a lot in this game. So, yeah, I, I like the over a lot. We're going to take the 46 for sure. Yeah, and I think also something that people didn't see last game that made them feel like the 49ers maybe haven't been as dominant as, as they've had, especially in the tail end of the season, is 
San Francisco wasn't really running the ball the way that it has ran the ball. You know, they only ran the ball 52% of the time, only had 113 yards, which is still great. But you saw CMC with only 35 yards and 10 carries, whether he is still nursing that injury or not. I think they go back to also being able to run the ball better than we saw last week. They really were not even attempting as much as they typically do. So I think that's one thing people are looking at and they're like, oh, San Francisco looks so dominant because you're also used to San Francisco running the ball a little bit more. Um, and Phil you could say the same thing about Philly, right? Like, how much have they really been tested this season? You could say that the strongest defenses they've seen is what? Saints, Washington, if you want to throw them in there, and then Dallas. Like, that's about yeah. all they've really seen as far as tough. So, um, yeah, I think this game is going to be uh, a little bit better than people already jumping immediately onto the Eagles. And wasn't it just, well, week 16 that they gave up 42 to the Cowboys? Like, this team, this defense mm -hmm. on Philly can be beat. Uh, I'm interested to see what it looks like in San Francisco. I think it might be a little bit of a slower start. If you want to play the under, I would suggest play, probably playing the first half more than yeah. anything else. But I do like the over 46. And I'm on San Francisco too, although I won't mention this person's name, but I did send you earlier that someone that I consider to be a mush on the internet is all over the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. And that kind of scared me off a little bit. So I am a little hesitant to do the money line at plus 125 right now. Can we throw in the plus two and a half? Maybe I can buy this to plus three. It's plus two and a half minus 105 right now. So my anticipation is by the time we get to Sunday, we're probably going to see some threes on the board. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also agree. Yes, there's, I see certain people take them and I'm like, mm, you didn't have to do that because now I can't take that, <laughs> which is very frustrating. Um, but like I said, I will talk about a little bit later. Like I have already bet for each of these games separately to go into overtime. I think that both of these games have that opportunity. This game in particular is, I think, plus 1380. I threw 20 on it. Like, I think that one of these games will go into overtime. We haven't seen that yet in the playoffs, but that just shows, like, how close I think these games are going to be. So I'm comfortable with the two and a half, yeah. All right. So speaking of overtime, we talked on Spicy Takes yesterday. You can find that live on YouTube. But I had a prediction that one of these games would go to overtime, and it is the Kansas City Bengals game. I had the Kansas City Chiefs winning 26 to 20 in overtime, which kind of probably shows my cards about where I want to go <laughs> on this game. But uh, I do think that Kansas City, I think that Mahomes, you can say whatever he wants, how he looked to practice or the press conference, it doesn't fucking matter. He's going to be hurt. We've seen him play with this injury before. He's still Mahomes. The Bengals are probably going to be able to force him into the pocket a little bit more. So it depends on what Mahomes can do from the pocket a little bit more rather than scrambling. Fine. We know that the Bengals are 3-0. Joe Burrow's 3-0 against Mahomes. We know that they're calling it Burrowhead. We know that the Bengals were favored. They were up to plus 2.5. Now they're back. Or sorry, they were minus 2.5. Now they're back to plus 1. I This is the Chiefs at home. Uh, sorry. I'm going to keep doing this the rest of his career as long as he's upright, basically. If Mahomes is less than 3 at home, sign me the fuck up. I don't care. If I lose, I lose. I got to do it. So I'm comfortable taking Kansas City minus one if you want to do that. Uh, and I'm also comfortable doing the first half Kansas City pick on minus 115 if you want to do that. And I also like the under 47 and a half in this game. Yeah, I definitely like that first half too. I, you know, and maybe it's a little bit ignorant of me, but Mahomes and injury has never really mattered. We've seen him have these 350 plus games every time he is playing with a high ankle sprain or whatever the injury is. Um, and I am kind of ignoring it while I'm handicapping this game, which is, again, like probably a little bit ignorant, but it is Mahomes. And there's a reason that this team for the fifth consecutive season is here in this spot. Um, 
I think the public loves Joe Burrow. I think the public really likes, you know, and maybe this is part of the younger generation. Like they like having this guy that we can all, I don't know. It's starting to become a little bit uh, weird. Well, I think he's awesome as well. Um, and I know the stat. Yeah, he's what? 0-3 versus Joe Burrow. You can tell me that all day. This is also the first time I'm pretty sure that Mahomes has been an underdog in the postseason, which is a little bit crazy. Um, I think this game, again, stays close also. I think it's supposed to snow. I don't know how much the weather plays into this. Um, I like KC in the first half, too. If they do lose this game, it will absolutely be very much in the second half and in a close situation. All right, I have a question. This is kind of offbeat for this, but why is every single girl simping for Joe Burrow on TikTok right now? I don't get it. When did this come up that he turned into like the next Tom Brady? I don't know. And this is like maybe this is a hot take, and like I everyone can come at me. I don't find him attractive, which is hilarious. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like he is just not. Maybe he's just not my type. I don't. I don't understand. Like I think there are plenty of other attractive quarterbacks that we could be like drooling over but yes i know it's all over tiktok i don't really get it i don't know i don't i don't know when this happened it seemed like it popped up overnight that he just turned into the next tom brady he's like oh he's the next gq i was like really joe burrow i don't yeah, know like, i'm gonna do it i don't really get cool. it but yeah his swag is cool whoever his stylist is like kudos to her or him because he does dress very well but no i don't know where this all of a sudden like popped up where now it's like a trend for like your girlfriend to know the name of Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's where we're at. We're at on the Sunday parlay. We're going to lock this in right now. San Francisco plus three, the over 46 and 49ers Eagles, the under 47 and a half Bengals Cincinnati. And we're going to go with Kansas City first half money line of minus 115. That is going to pay. We're going to bet a hundred dollars. That's going to pay out 1,230. That is the Sunday lock for the weekend. The only one that I'll suggest on that, I may not place this a second, is I think that this Bengals-Kansas City total is going to keep rising yeah. as the public bets it more and more throughout the weekend. So if you can grab a 48 instead of a 47.5, I like that a little bit more, obviously. Um, and you meant you meant Bengals. You meant Bengals uh, Chiefs. You said Bengals Cincinnati, which is so funny. Oh, there you go. I Bengals do that all the time. I do that all the time. <laughs> All right, so recap. San Francisco plus three, the over in that game, over 46. We're going to wait for the under 48 in Bengals Chiefs, and we're on the Chiefs' first half money line, minus 115, 100 to win 1230. Let's lock it in. All right, let's get to the player props that we like for this weekend. We're going to start off in that first game, 49ers and the Eagles. Steph, I'll let you first crack at this thing. What do you like in terms of player props this weekend? Yeah, I don't like as much in this game as I like in the next game. I do like Kittle to find the end zone. Um, I also, if you want to pair that with Dallas Goddard, I wouldn't be mad at you. I think that Dallas Goddard, again, is going to continue to be a weapon for them and someone that you're going to see them use. Uh, he, I like his over receiving yards, over 45 and a half. He's gone over this in three of his last four games played. Um, he, you know has basically shown that he's a weapon that they can count on, especially if they're trying to like double up on guys. Um, AJ Brown, longest reception over 25 and a half. I think that there will be a couple long shots down the field. Hurts throw an interception plus 110 to follow my narrative. Outside of that, not a lot. I wanted to play Devontae Smith some way. I just can't. I don't love his number. It's a smart line. It's like 67 or something. I just can't do it. 
So um haven't decided how I'm going to play him, but I do want to play him at some point. This all depends on which side you like in this game and what narrative you're trying to build. And I think that you're kind of doing the right thing. You're building a narrative of your mind and run the player props around that. So I'm going to kind of do the same thing here. I think it's competitive. I think it's higher scoring. And I think that those 49ers are going to come out and be able to play really well offensively. So the two that I really want to hammer in this game is going to be Kittle over three and a half receptions and Kittle over 44 and a half receiving yards. Those are going to be my two big plays for this game. And then I do think, based on San Francisco, so San Francisco's defense, their front seven is really incredible. But where they can be hit is their cornerbacks are kind of trash. So I think that Jalen Hurts doesn't run the ball as much, but I think he's going to throw the ball a lot. So we're going to take Jalen Hurts under 49 and a half rushing yards. I love that. And I'm going to take the over on passing yards, which I believe is 264 and a half right now. We're going to take the over on his passing yards. It's kind of tough for me to pinpoint exactly which player it's going to be. I wish that I knew that there was one particular matchup at cornerback versus wide receiver where I would bet an over on A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. I'm just not confident enough to do either side there. I like Dallas Goddard, obviously. A little harder to go over middle in San Francisco. So if you want to play both wide receivers over um, in terms of yardage, I don't hate that. Receptions I'd probably be a little bit scared of. Um, I have a gut feeling about Devontae. I don't know what it is. And I know that that's the bad choice, so I've been staying away from it. That's why I went with the longest reception for EJ. Okay, so Devontae Smith I have right now. What was the number you had? I thought it was 60. What was it when I looked it up right before we got on? I just wasn't loving it. It was like 65. Let's see. Because he stays within that realm. He hasn't had a big game in a couple weeks. Um, He's at... 65 and a half. Okay. That's at one book. Most books are at 66 and a half. So points bet is the only one that has it at that 65 and a half. Um, but he hasn't, you know, he stays, he does, he flirts around that number and then he'll have like three big games with over a hundred yards. So is this going to be a game that they make him the weapon? I, I could see it. Like I could definitely see it. Uh, just to clarify on my Jalen Hurts over passing yard total, I totally messed up the number. It's 245. And a half. Okay. I like the over on that number. Um, I also kind of like longest completion for Jalen Hurts in kind of the same vein, over 38 and a half yards. I think that'll hit at least one long bomb in this game. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so the ones that we are, let's do the ones that we're absolutely hardcore locking in. So I have four Kittle over three and a half receptions, Kittle over 44 and a half receiving yards. Jalen Hurts under 49 and a half rushing yards and Jalen Hurts over 245 and a half passing yards. Okay. So I'm going to also support your Jalen under 49 and a half. I really like that number. Um, I like AJ Brown longest reception over 25 and a half. And I like Dallas Goddard over 45 and a half receiving yards. And if you want to have fun, Hurts to throw an interception plus 110. Um, yeah, Kittle touchdown, but that's not as fun. So, all right, uh, let's get to the player props that we are in on for Kansas City versus Cincinnati. This is the second game on Sunday. Steph, why don't you kick us off? What are you thinking? Let's see. Okay, Kansas City, what did I have this game? Yes, this I love. Noah Gray, <laughs> Noah Gray, throwing a name out her. 
minus 110, over 12 and a half receiving yards. He's hit this nine of the last 11. Bengals give up the eighth most catches and seventh most yards to opposing tight ends. So I love this. He's sneakily involved just enough to go over this number and a little bit more every game. This number has moved. I actually got it at 10 and a half. It's now up to 12 and a half. Um, I like Burrow to go over his 15 and a half rush yards. He's actually been rushing a little bit more using those legs. Um, I would take this up a little bit more too. I think I've seen it in most books now, probably at 17 and a half. I like him to throw an interception plus 105. You're going to hear that every quarterback this weekend at, at plus money. Uh, but I mean, Burrow, it's crazy. Like last season, he had 40 rush attempts. This season, he was at like 74, 75. He's just using his legs more. He's had two rushing TDs last season, five this this most recent season, and one already in the playoffs. So, I mean, if he got in the end zone, I wouldn't be surprised either. What are you thinking for this game? All right. Uh, my number one on the board was also Joe Burrow over rushing yards. But I had the number 17 and a half. So if you can get that 15 and a half, that's super smash spot. Uh, but yeah, I like his over rushing yards. Like you said, he's been using his legs a lot more, scrambling a lot more. I think he's found it to be very effective. And I think this Chiefs pass rush is going to be able to get home on the Bengals, which means he's going to have to escape the pocket. We've seen his pocket mobility is right up there with some of the best in the league. I think he's going to find some open lanes to run. So definitely love that one. And then something I did last week that I'm going to double down on this week, which is fading Joe Mixon in the passing game and supporting Samaj P. Ryan in the passing game. So we're going to take kind of correlated, but Mixon under three and a half receptions. And we're going to take Samaj P. Ryan over 14 and a half receiving yards. Love both of those. Yeah. The last two that I'm looking at here, we're going to go, I'll save the one that you're going to love last, but Hayden Hurst over three and a half receptions. We've seen him get involved a lot. And I think that obviously they're going to do everything they can to stop Jamar Chase and T Higgins in this game. Hayden Hurst has really become a safety valve for Joe Burrow in these games. And I think it continues here. Last one I have on the board for Chiefs Bengals is going to be Kadarius Tony under 34 and a half receiving really? yards. Really? All right. I don't think I he gets involved it. at all. I like it. Good. Good. I'm trying to find this touchdown. I did do an anytime touchdown parlay for this game. I had Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, and Hayden Hurst all in the end zone for plus 17.60. Not bad there. Um, I like all those a lot. Uh, Samad, that was one that I was going to say, actually. So I'm glad that you said it. There's one game prop that I am forced to play in this game. I love to do these when it comes to playoff time. Under one and a half yards, Shores touchdown. I don't know you why. I feel that. it in this game. I feel you it in this game. That. It's like, it's your interception prop. You do the interception props. I do the Shores touchdown. Yeah. I don't know why. It I is. love it. It's a thing. I think my new thing is going to be overtimes too. So I also bet the overtime for both of these games, the Bengals game is plus 1320. And then the Eagles game is plus 1380. Those, those odds are significantly different in books. So make sure you shop. Like they're also like, 11 to one in one book and you were getting way better odds at another. So that's one to definitely shop. Um, did you see some of these novelty ones where it's like first to score Jersey number over under 19 and a half. We're starting to get into the Super Bowl ones. All right. I let's love play that it. One. You I'm like, like we're here. <laughs> well, so with the Bengals and chiefs, so you have Kelsey who's 87 and Jabbar who's one. So the most yeah. likely. So what did they say? The number it's gotta be like 27 and a half to put it on Nixon, right? It was, it's like 
so it's like the uniform number 19 and a half i know that it's go if the number is over it's plus 100. i like that it could All be right, so we get and by end, you're done like okay so we got hayden hurst we get t higgins we get travis kelsey we get noah gray um we got mixon we got p ryan interesting interesting yeah. you think the we odds would be better though a little bit we get ch if he even plays yeah. Um, we lose both quarterbacks. We lose Jamar Chase, obviously. We lose yeah. Pacheco. I don't know. I kind of like. I like it as a spicy fun. bet. It's fun, yeah. If you want to get fun and like gear up for the Super Bowl, because those are the type of bets that I love to place. Then. Oh my God! All right, so I guess we'll close the show with this. So next week we'll maybe we'll do something for the Pro Bowl. We'll see what happens there. But obviously, the week heading into the Super Bowl, we'll probably have four of these shows. And we'll break it down. We're going to do parlays. We're going to do player props. We're going to do game props. I can guarantee you that I have some sort of stupid bet on the national anthem. Can't wait to get to that. So make sure to check back to our YouTube page for all of that. And obviously, we're going to do spicy takes, too, heading into the Super Bowl. I can't wait. Let's close out the show with this official predictions for this weekend. What do you got? Who do you think is going to the Super Bowl? 49ers, Chiefs. I don't I'm actually same. believe that. I do believe that. The Eagles one's the one that scares me. I, I feel better about the Chiefs than I do the 49ers yeah. at this point. Yeah. But I, I have, have rode with the 49ers, and I'm going to continue to do so and die on this hill, and that's fine. Um, kudos to the Bengals if they do pull this off. But everyone is just pretending like Mahomes stinks. He doesn't stink. I don't care if his ankle hurts. All right, I'm going to close the show with this then. 26-20 overtime, Chiefs win. We're going to hit that plus 13-20. And then the other game, we're going to get the over. And you know what I'm doing. The big cock Brock, if we're talking about his Johnson, he's going to the Super Bowl. I need to stake my claim on this hot take. 31-28, 49ers get it done in Philadelphia. And we all get a dance on the graves of everybody in Philly because that's the most fun way this should happen. Sorry, God, Dan. After breaking my heart, that's what that's what they get. That's what they deserve. That's what they deserve. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us on Gambling with Gold. Steph, thank you for being here. Good luck with all of your bets this weekend. Let's make some money, baby. Talk to you guys. Yeah.